Today's episode is called I'm Running Late for School and it is built to help all of you deal with this commonality that we all share with kids and trying to get them to school. Join with us today and we will get into how to make your morning routine better. Instead of having a traditional sponsor like I have for the majority of this season, instead today I'm gonna to ask for help. I have an upcoming book coming out that I am super excited about. It has taken me over a year to put it all together, but we're kind of at the final stages and I need to create just a little bit bigger platform, a little bit bigger buzz. I'd like to have and be a bit more popular before I really present the launch for this thing. So you can help me out with the rules of three. Rules of three is simple. One, actually listen to one of these articles or read one of the articles. That helps. Number two, if you like them, try to find two other people that you think would like it, right? Share it with those two people. Shares are what really keeps this thing going. It really helps me get some followers and get the word out there. And number three, Talk about it with three people. I don't care if it's me or someone you know. Hey, my friend Chad, he just wrote this thing. It's funny, you should take a look at it. One, two, three, that's how you help me build this out and look forward to this book coming out. This article today, I'm running late for school, is gonna be very representative of the type of information that I have in the upcoming book. Thanks, guys. On time is late, Nick. That's Nikki's dad. The main point being time and how we schedule time gives us anxiety and stress. We just don't need any more stress. So here's a suggestion to help. The above, on time is late, it's a quote I've heard and Nikki's heard hundreds of times. Coaches worldwide use it. If you've ever played any sort of organized sports, especially through high school, you would hear your coaches say this as they talk to you and your parents about the bus leaving at 10 a.m. for the trip across the state. Indeed, as a sports-based chiropractor, nothing drives me crazier than people just automatically running 10 minutes behind. It screws up my schedule, and it makes the patient three hours from now also run late because my entire schedule's been pushed back. So yeah, now you're gonna show up 40 minutes early? Yeah, I mean, that's also a stressor. It screws up my day. It's simply not on time. And this is exponential for me as I live on an island. The people from this area of the country refer to the half hour that envelopes both sides of the actual scheduled time as island time. Island time is commonly used throughout the Caribbean. You will frequently hear this in normality throughout the Bahamas, Puerto Rico, Costa Rica, Honduras, and the Yucatan area of Mexico. In fact, for much of the Caribbean, when you schedule work such as a plumber, the time you'll typically get as a response is, I'll be there early in the week, maybe Tuesday, maybe in the afternoon sometime. But island time is not how to run a family. And schools don't give a damn about island time. You must be, one, at the school, and two, in your seat at a particular time. If your family's anything like mine, despite 100 different trial and error experiments of what time to wake up, when to give them breakfast, who gets in what shower first, second, and third, it just seems that four out of the five days per week, my family's just running behind. The last five minutes prior to getting out of the house is a mad scramble that many of you probably recognize. Why don't you have on your shoes, man? I told you like 30 minutes ago, put on your shoes. You didn't eat any breakfast, it's still sitting right there. You're not gonna comb your hair today? I mean, I think you should. In fact, you should have done it 20 minutes ago when I asked you to do it the second time. Hey, stop picking on your sister. Throughout the years, 
I've had discussions bordering on philosophical rants with an increased tempo and a slightly higher octave than my normal voice. Why is it the same problems every day? And even as kids, you guys should have solved this mystery by now. Seriously, dude, the shoes? It's every single day with the shoes. Like, fix this. And then I degrade into a vintage parenting methodology, commonly referred to as threats and promises. You don't want to be tardy, do you? You don't want to be that kid that walks in late. Everyone's going to look at you. Make sure you're not tardy. Let's go. Move it. Or, or the other side. If you can just find your lunchbox for me, I promise. I promise this will be the last Lunchable I'll ever pack. Just help me find the lunchbox. Despite my exemplary record of having only four or five tardy slips in an eight-year period of school, it's still a threat that can present itself every single day. In the past, it stressed our family. It caused anxiety. And maybe I have a solution. I have no idea why it took me eight years to get to this point. My suspicion is that I'm typically a two cups of coffee kind of guy in the morning and most likely the caffeine screwing up my ability to think right. This hypothesis may hold some weight as my caffeine level has significantly decreased in the last couple weeks. Often I won't even have a single coffee in the morning. Now it's a work in progress experiment. I play with it. As stressing out before school each morning, it's a total bummer. And it's not good for my kids and I'm sick of it. I have 10 more years to get this right. So I'm just working on becoming more aware of when I'm unconsciously building up anxiousness. And then because I'm now aware, I can act differently than the previous day. Because that was a failure. It's a classic, you never lose if you learn something. Yeah, I know. It's a cliche from your grandma and from coaches all around the world. So today, despite running 10 minutes behind our standard normal time when we should all be loaded up on our way to school, I remained incredibly calm. My wife mentioned to me, like, hey, guys, you're already running behind. And I said, you know, I think we'll be okay today. Three out of four of my kids were already in the car when I arrived out there and I got behind the wheel. They each mentioned to me that, hey, Dad, we're behind. We're behind. And then the one in the front pointed the clock. Luckily, at that point, one of them realized that I was still one passenger short. At the same time, I noticed my wife running out of the front door, waving her hands like a football referee signals an incomplete pass. She was telling us without using actual words that our youngest was still behind, as he had a bathroom emergency. So look, for nearly seven years, the first minute or two of our launch from the house was barely contained hysteria. The kids are frantic. Someone's late, so they're all being picked on. The kids are nervous about being tardy despite a less than 1% tardiness rate, and emotions are running high. This was no different today as we were already late and we're still minus one passenger. The little girls from the back started shouting, oh my God, where is he? Where is he? We're going to be late in an unbelievable, accurate reproduction of my wife's voice. Usually, I would feel the stress and my hyperness level increase, but today was different. I just scanned the neighborhood, watching other families go through the same desperate apocalyptic exodus from their house with kids running with one sleeve and a jacket and a backpack spilling out papers and pens. I just felt tranquil calm and I maintained relaxation. It wasn't my usual response. It was more like waking up from a dream. I noticed my physical and emotional change as compared to nearly every other day of school since the first kindergarten drop-off nearly a decade ago. And I slowly just looked at my kids and I said, you know guys, I think everything will be okay. I think he's just going to the bathroom, which you'd probably be more comfortable doing at home than at school. We're nearly never late. And if we are, what does that matter? What's the worst that can happen? I get a tardy slip and walk into your class three minutes later? I mean, that's when most kids are showing up anyway. You know what's really cool about just keeping calm? It's contagious. 
just as much so as frantic is. And that's why they train law enforcement and first responders to stay calm and arrive on the scene of an accident cool. Frantic and confusion breeds more of the same. Calm spreads like a warm blanket on a cold winter day. My kids didn't even have a response. They all just sat there and waited for an additional 60 seconds. My youngest then ran out of the house with a huge smile on his face. He felt a lot better and he loaded up. It was as if nothing was different than any other day. We proceeded to school and the day started out wonderfully. And just true to the way the universe works out 99% of the time, all the traffic lights that day that we needed to come through clutch for us were green. And we arrived at school at the exact same minute that we arrive every other single day. It's just the way the universe works. The end. Now in an effort to share our parenting world and our philosophies of life through stories, my wife and I recently finished up our first book. It's coming out soon. It has a lot of little ideas and experiments like this that really work for us. Hopefully it's loaded with a few ideas and something you can take with you. I hope you buy it. I would just say that this, the moral of today's story is it. If you can just step back for a second and realize that everybody out there in the world has their own mini universe going on, their own world, their own families, their own stressors and flow, yet despite all of that separatism and that crashing of our worlds, the earth keeps moving forward every day with barely a notice. When you can see it like that, all of it, like a giant Google Earth zoom out button, I think it becomes immediately apparent that we are creating our own stress, anxiety, and franticness that we feel every day. Time and our view of it are adding to our anxiety, despite our feeling that a structured and scheduled life is what we need to feel more in control. My theory would be, just try to keep calm. Everything that you need to happen today will play out precisely how it is supposed to happen and when it is supposed to happen. At the end of the day, it really doesn't change anything. When it goes wrong, well, everyone's been in a situation like that before. I mean, most likely daily, and we still get by. So when my patient shows up early or late in the clinic, yeah, it's an inconvenience, but it's minor in perspective and everyone still gets seen and I still see my kids tear it up on hoops later that night. You're going to have days when the car won't start. Icy roads are keeping you from arriving on time or just some other poor bastard is having a tough day and their universe impedes yours. This might happen while you're taking your kids to school or it could happen on the most important interview for a new career at the most inopportune time in the world. And not to get all Deepak Chopra on you, but what if it truly does happen for a reason? Or the butterfly effect or any other seemingly crazy theory of life that you like? What if running three minutes behind is what actually keeps you from getting into the 16 car pileup? What if the world indeed truly does run on island time and we just can't see it? I mean, what's the worst thing that can happen? Is a real life tardy slip? I'm just saying, it's not the clock that's adding to the stress. I know this because I've changed the clock four minutes forward and it was still chaos. I've also run it back 10 minutes, still chaos. It's not your kid and her shoes. It's just kids. It's not whatever you think it is. It's you. The 20, 120 milligrams of caffeine might be tweaking you, but it's still you. The kid's zipper that won't zip, yes, it's a roadblock, but that zipper truly has no control over how you feel. You're the one in charge. It's you. It's your universe. You control it. So take charge and start running your life your way because whatever you're feeling, it's contagious and your kids are in its path.